Hi, and welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt I'm Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. I don't feel great that you know, I start right when I have some horrible groan about how everything's bad. <laughs> okay, but Jeff always gets on my case for not okay. jumping in faster, so you guys tell me which one of you you want me to disappoint. <laughs> uh, I did include the disappointing groan at the beginning of last week's episode, as you requested, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Against Louise's objections. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, I'm excited for this international edition of uh, of seeing Reddit. Hooray. And guys, amber is the color of my energy oh, because no. I'm in room 311 oh, of my hotel, awesome. you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> have a, a rave later? Does a rave just Yeah, maybe. Happen? Now, I gotta, I gotta pedal back a little bit and say I'm actually in room 211, <laughs> but I still have been thinking no. about that song all <laughs> since count. I got it. And also, they kind of counts, ben, and I feel bad about saying that. <laughs> I well, listen, we've all made a lot of mistakes already in this episode, <laughs> and that's the important over. thing. Uh, yes, we should definitely start over. Hi, welcome to Seeing Reddit, where once a week I, we pick a voice. You have to do it in that voice, otherwise, Louisa, you'll think he's seriously starting over. <laughs> Although it would be very funny if you just started it there. <laughs> oh boy, I um I don't think I've ever heard the song Amber by Three Eleven. I just want to put that well, out there. Well, you probably will when you put it at the end of the this episode of See Reddit, our hit internet podcast. Yeah, I'm Matt Heron. <laughs> Wait a <Yep>. minute. <laughs> <laughs> We're really uh, chopping so and screwing I at the beginning <laughs> of this episode. Yes, I feel like I should warn all of our listeners that I've spent the last eight and a half hours in an airport. <laughs> or on an airplane, and I literally walked in. I'm still wearing my coat pilot's from uniform. the airplane. Hey, take my your coat off. Uniform. Stay a while. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I landed the plane Sully Sullenberger style. Oh my god, in the river? In the river? Outside of, Jesus. Outside of my hotel, I leapt through the window into room 311. Amber is the color of my energy, you guys. You kicked as many pigeons as you could on the way, because you hate all birds now. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> For what they did to Fabio also. <laughs> They've done so much to so many, you guys. Ugh. That's that's why I carry a machete with me in case I meet any ostriches. Sorry, so anyway, can you say you the name of that, that knife again? So good. It would be so easy and it would fly so far. What's the name of that big knife? Please pronounce it correctly. Oh, machete? Yes, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh so anyway, I'm very punchy and loopy. Now, is a machete a big knife, or is it a small sword? That's not a knife, Jeff. <laughs> that's that's my son. I can't operate on this knife. <laughs> oh, I'm knife a hard dad. Time today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. Uh, uh, I haven't seen the movie Machete, um, but I do have a headache because I didn't have caffeine today. So I have the opposite problem where I haven't eaten anything since one o'clock this afternoon, but I've had four Mountain Dews, <laughs> so I am rip roaring to go. Uh, jump, jive, and wail. Yeah, my dinner <laughs> is sitting. Oh, my dinner, I grabbed. <laughs> oh God, I grabbed in the lobby of the hotel as I was checking in, so it's sitting like a foot to my left, and I can't eat it till we're done so that's part of why i'm so frantic okay. and manic what is this dinner a, let's hear about it uh it's some kind of baked pasta dish i don't know <laughs> it was the thing that they had left at 8 30 p.m on a sunday night so um, it's probably great uh, <laughs> you have a microwave um i'm looking i'm looking 
No, I don't think I do. I have a coffee maker. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? Bring <laughs> <laughs> it into the coffee filter. <laughs> okay, so... Get some uh, hot water on there. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia does not take a stance on whether or not a machete, a machete is a sword. Uh, it's classifying mm-hmm. it as a broad blade that is used in a manner like an axe or a sword. You don't really now, chop the- with a sword, though. You do chop with a machete, right? Now, the Bigoron knife from Legend of Zelda mm, is labeled a knife, but it is as large as Link's whole body. Well, to that Bigoron, it is only knife size. Is so the shape? Yeah, knife shaped. What is oh. that? What is that craggle-faced action star that's in Machete? <laughs> uh, that sounds like a, uh. a Muppet name, Craggleface. <laughs> I liked to watch uh. Craggleface back on HBO when I was a child. <laughs> okay, but what's his actual Danny name? Danny Trejo. Yeah. Thank great. you to Danny Trejo. A Machete is a knife, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, so I he would. Uh, encounter Crocodile Dundee and be like, uh, no, hombre, this is a knife, and then chop him up to bits with the machete that he has. Yes. Crocodile Dundee would be armed only with a Swiss army knife. It's the only thing he's allowed to carry anymore. A Swiss army knife? Oh my god, mm-hmm. that, you're shaming him. It's the ultimate insult, yes. He brings shame right. to the Dundee family with this small <laughs> knife. So I'm breaking the rules, and so, I'm looking up a big Oron No, knife, but no, no. It's big sword, okay? Okay, so, oh, is it? Yeah. I could have sworn it was called the Big Oran Knife. Anyway, you're supposed to be breaking the rules by asking someone what they did online because I feel like I do it every week. Matt, I thought I would f- let somebody else do it. What did you do online this week? <laughs> I got you. So, this morning, before I went to the airport, I went to PAX Unplugged, which no. is the uh, East Coast board game convention in Philadelphia oh, every fun. year. Um, and, uh, what's that? Nerd alert. Yeah, sure. That... <laughs> Um, and so I got to look at all of the cool, weird new board games that everyone's making. Did you know they're making a new Wacky Racers board game? I, I don't know, but it looks great. It genuinely looks a, like a lot of fun. I watched people play it for a like while. It has Penelope Pitstop and Snidely Whiplash and all them in it? Yes, it's like a licensed Hanna-Barbera product, yes. That's now, awesome. one of those racers is just a car by himself, and that seems like cheating. Is it? Is Speed is Buggy it? in that show? He was in the show, or okay. some kind of hmm. speed buggy knockoff. I can't be sure, but there was God. an anthropomorphic car. Nothing is more depressing to me. Nothing is more depressing to me than the idea of a speed buggy knockoff. <laughs> yeah, but they were all like that. <laughs> like Jabberjaw is just a knockoff of Scooby Doo. Ape. Okay, I guess Scooby Doo. Yeah, they did solve. They were right? all just Scooby Doo. That- speed buggy was also <laughs> Scooby Doo. I'm pretty sure they had a talking dog with them. <laughs> Now, was Scooby-Doo the first of those, though, or was it just the best? Was there an Ur-Scooby-Doo? Uh, no, I think was the Scooby-Doo was the, the first. Panther or Deputy Dog, perhaps? Scooby-Doo those came out- speak, and that's important that Scooby-Doo can't really speak. Wait, was Deputy Dog a real thing, or am I thinking of Huckleberry Hound? Or was they were they both things? One um, was the knockoff of the other, right? I'm sure it was. I know Huckleberry Hound was a thing, because that's how I learned the words to dar- My Darling Clementine. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, I never saw Deputy Dog. Uh... I don't know that Deputy Dog exists, to be no, fair. No, he, so maybe he that's does. Why you never saw it. Uh, I've okay. looked, oh, looked into my mind's eye. Deputy Dog, but it is in fact Deputy Dog. Oh, is, is it a Snoop Dogg product? Uh, no, D A W G. Oh, W G. I thought it was two Gs. No. Um. Oh, Ralph Bakshi worked on Deputy Dog. Yeah. I bet it was real creepy. 
I feel like because I told you guys before we started recording that I couldn't type anything because of how loud my keyboard is, mm-hmm. you guys are double looking up things on the internet to taunt me. Yeah. To help you. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I got to see a bunch of cool That's new great. board games. They had a whole station set up that was called Learn to Play Magic the Gathering, <laughs> where they had a, a woman who was just there extremely patiently explaining to eight-year-olds how Magic the Gathering works for, like, hours and hours. So now you finally know how to play Magic the Gathering, Matt. (laughs) Pretty much. She had these giant versions of the normal Magic the Gathering cards, I guess because kids can't read small things. Um, And she was just teaching, I mean, she taught, she was teaching all comers and giving away free decks to anyone who, like, sat through the lesson. I thought about it, but I don't care that much. (laughs) I already have too many magic cards, I think. Probably. So, were you there uh, with your team promoting the Scion game you helped write at all, or no? I was not, but the editor of the book was there running test like running demo campaigns of Scion and I walked up to say hi to him and he said to his whole group like hey here's Matt he wrote part of the book and I was like oh yeah I'm a rock star no I wasn't I, <laughs> I did bet not you really were a little bit though I mean I it's it feels pretty good you guys <laughs> I wouldn't know <laughs> you're getting you wouldn't fam- know what it's yeah you're getting too famous for us now <laughs> oh I this guess is the yeah of our podcast yeah although I will say that it took me down a peg when later on, I was at the booth that where they were selling pre-orders for this book, and I was, like, talking to someone, and they're like, hey, can I help you with something? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just, like, milling around the, the thing, because I helped write the book. And they were like, oh, really? What's your name? And I said, Matt Heron, and they said, I've never heard of you. Wow! What an incredibly <laughs> stupid thing to do. That is not how you react to anyone ever. Yeah, it's true. So, they were very confused, and I was like, I don't know what to tell you. My name is on the cover of this book. <laughs> Ugh, Whoa, is your is name on the cover? That's cool. Yes, it is. Fun. Um, so anyway, but that was fun, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of good board games there. I didn't buy any because I had to come straight to the airport from there, but uh, there are some really good board games out there, you guys. Are there? There's a lot of... Yes, there are. All there I are genuinely lots of good are ones. Are people trying to make me play board games <laughs> that have 5,000 individual pieces, and they're like, well, we can play one round. That'll take four hours. Yeah, the pendulum is really swinging the other way with that with stuff like have you heard of exploding kittens yeah yeah all these games that are like fast and look like they're for kids but are actually really gross cards against humanity sort of stuff yeah like cards against humanity but with colorful things and like less reading involved so that you don't have to put any thought into it at all as you can probably tell i don't particularly care for these games but they have their place Uh, certainly some people like them they have a new game that company has a new game out called babies versus bears Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think that that would go well. You're already hooked. For, You're hooked into this narrative. Yeah. Oh, now yep. I have to see how this turns out. <clears throat> it's true. Um, do you guys know that there's a new Disney board game out called Disney Villainous? You no. mentioned this to me, maybe in real life. <laughs> maybe not on the podcast. I don't... F- yeah, maybe in real life. It's definitely on my Amazon wish list, which maybe is where you've seen it. But um, it only came out a few weeks ago, and it is a deck-building game where each player takes the role of one of six Disney villains, like Jafar and Ursula the Sea Witch, mm. to build a deck to destroy a Disney hero, and it seems really awesome. That's almost, like, quaint. 
<laughs> like a, de- a deck building game, huh? <clears throat> what? There's lots of deck building games. That's huge right now. That's still huge? It feels very like 2014 to me. We're sort of on the other side of the wave of it. Like, it's definitely going down, but it's still probably the third biggest kind of game you can get at the board game conventions. Mm. <laughs> People really... It's, it's really easy to make a deck building game because you don't have to make any pieces for it. And so I think that's why everyone's still making them all the time. Ah, yeah. I actually, I say this despite having designed a deck building game over the summer. (laughs) (laughs) And didn't you also get the, um, the share zone game? Yeah, but that's not a deck building game. Oh, is it not? I thought it was. No. Hmm. Uh, it is one of those goof up card games that uh, Matt has feelings about. It's not even that. I just, I particularly dislike games that are like, quote unquote, funny, but the joke is just like, farts, usually. Mm. Okay, is Uno a deck-building game? No. No, that's a hand-building game. Uh, what is the difference? <laughs> I guess is what a I'm deck, asking. A deck-building game, every round you discard everything in your hand and draw a new hand. And okay. the point of it is you're using cards to buy new cards to put in your deck so that when you draw cards to fill your hand, you get better cards. Yeah, each player has their own deck in a deck-building game. Oh, I'm not sure I've ever played one then. Uh, well, then... And get ready for this Christmas when I'm bringing Star Trek The Next Generation, the deck building game. God, that's the driest such- one. I know, starring the gr- such great characters as some Klingon general guy that I don't, I've never heard of. And there's like a still from the show on his card because he's nobody at all. Matt, remember when remember, we just- Matt, do you remember when we were kids and we had that Next Generation VCR? Game? Yes. <laughs> Yes, with the, with the little plastic tubes to represent stasis fields that you put over god. people's. Oh my god, VCR games are still amazing. Oh, that reminds me, the thing I really wanted to yes. talk about. There is, there was at the convention um, a place called, I think it's called Refurbished Games, and all they do is buy the license. Well, all they do is buy the licenses to old discontinued games and remake them, Mm -hmm. reprint them basically. Um, And they were debuting with Fireball Island, and they had it, (laughs) and people were playing it, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that company, I believe, is also producing a like sequel, better version of that too. I saw something yes. advertised on Instagram. Yes, and apparently the scuttlebutt around the booth was the next thing they're going to be doing is a sequel to 13 Dead End Drive. So oh, no. Another sequel? This time it'll be 13, 13, 13 Dead End Drive. <laughs> yes, the number of the beast. <laughs> the real number of the beast. <laughs> oh, great. The horror of suburban sprawl, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when all those McMansions have like eight <laughs> shit uh, house numbers. Yep. Uh, um, but anyway, I think that's a really good idea. I think that should happen more because there were so many shitty mass marketed 80s board games that need to come back because as an adult I could really appreciate them I think. Somebody needs Shark Attack. Yes. Somebody needs to rewrite and remake Crack the Case which I own and yes, love but that was that's out true. for what, two, one year? Two years maybe in the 90s? It, it must be so hard to write yeah. mysteries for that though. Yeah. <clears throat> I bet you and I should do it, Louisa. You should just, we should just sit down and write like right. a thousand of them and then print them and be millionaires. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, crib a it. lot of mine from Twilight Zone episodes. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to crib that. a lot of mine from the old Crack the Case. <laughs> I'm just going to photocopy them. Huh, this guy got killed by a radioactive uh, cassette tape. There Spider. Were there. Okay, well, oh. <laughs> it, t- 
<laughs> it turns out he was Spider-Man. <laughs> that was yeah. the Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, um, Gwen Stacy was killed by a radioactive spider oh, in a roundabout God. sort of way. <laughs> she was killed by a radioactive Spider-Man. Well, no, but yes, that's true. But she was also killed by that radioactive spider biting Peter Parker yeah, and yeah, giving yeah. him his powers, which let him think that he could save her, etc. Yeah, but it wasn't the radioactiveness that killed Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh, I remember something about Spider-Man. I don't want to think anymore. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all agreed that we would destroy this podcast as soon as Louisa started remembering things about Spider-Man. Uh, so. <laughs> I think you know what I'm remembering. Jeff probably does. Uh, is it the comic where Spider-Man is old and they have a story where Mary Jane dies of cancer because of his radioactive juice? Yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, that is... Maybe the sixth worst thing that has ever happened in a Spider-Man comic. That's how bad Spider-Man comics are. Uh, there's the time that uh, it's actually secretly Gwen Stacy had twins with Norman Osborn that no one knew about until they were full-grown adults. Yeah, gross. I mean, the famous one is the fact that uh, Peter Parker sold his soul to the devil to bring Gwen St- uh, Ber- Mary Jane back to life or something. Right? To save one more day. to save Aunt May, of, Aunt on, May on her like fourth death. She had died many times previously, and this time he was like, no, I'm going to sell my marriage to the devil, who for some reason buys marriages in exchange yeah, why for- why would give a shit? <laughs> that was a great premise. So if he's the fault, then is, uh, is Mary Jane married to the devil? Is that how that works? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, I don't think there's any defaulting about it. The marriage went to the devil, okay, so she's fair. just married to him now. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man um, was like, I can't help with robots. And Dr. Strange was like, magic can't fix this old woman who got shot slightly. I can't operate on this lady. <laughs> Did she <you> get... <laughs> <laughs> We've made that joke twice already this episode. I know did you guys it's see good. I know. Did you guys see the <laughs> Did you guys see the Ryan North created comic series about what if uh Aunt May had been bitten by the radioactive spider instead called no. Spider Ma'am? Oh, I it's need called it. Spider Ma'am, you guys. I want it. <laughs> I wonder when he's going to get to write uh, Spider-Man instead of Nick Spencer or whoever's writing it now. I don't know. He's doing such a good job on Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. I just don't want him to ever stop. Yeah. It's the only it's the only time that Squirrel Girl has been at all bearable to read. Yep. Oh, <laughs> so it's not the unbearable Squirrel Girl for you. <laughs> yes, that's true. We know Louisa hates this comic because she doesn't like all the fat faces everyone has. They're like off model in every single scene. It's like the yeah, person it's called who, style. who uh, the, did the drawing decided that they were going to use their non-dominant hand. <laughs> And, like, just really train their brain up, and it's not working out. Mm, Erica is a very nice woman. I met her at Comic-Con a couple times. Well, she's no good at drawing. Well, she's definitely not going to listen to this show, so go off, I guess. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, what you were do? what you did online this week. All right. So, I've been working on my D&D characters playlist on Spotify, so that's fun. You guys do that? You guys have started doing that now. Yeah, now, because you, uh, you posted yours on Masto. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, because my uh, character is a pirate, and she has a concertina, but uh, my theme for her is sort of 70s, mostly 70s, a little bit of 80s, like uh, fantasy rock. Yeah, so, a, lot yeah. Of, a lot of Led Zeppelin and the Eagles on there. <laughs> yeah, and then when something comes up in our adventure that makes me think of a song... I make note of it, and then I add it to the playlist later. 
I, uh, I did a similar one for mine, but it's all, like, female empowerment songs. Um, cause, uh, oh, have we talked about our D&D characters on here? Um, Maybe? we play D&D. Probably. And, um, what is yours? A half-elf, but it's, like, a selkie or something? Yeah, her mother was a selkie, which is a creature that can be a beautiful woman, but can also turn into a seal with a magic cloak. Yeah, very strange. Um, mine <laughs> is a tiefling, which is a humanoid, uh, that descent is descended from demons um and she's also a warlock who gets her magic powers from a big evil talking sword that lives in another dimension um <laughs> that sword never comes out by the way <laughs> like it did this last time but we never see that sword no you never the so the sword i don't wield the hex blade I made a deal with it to give me magic powers to do its bidding. You sold your marriage to the Hexblade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a big sentient evil sword from another dimension was like, I'll save your Aunt May as long as you give me your marriage. <laughs> yes, and my character is a dragon-blooded samurai who uh, is... I, I put, My whole playlist is just, like, uh, Riot Girl music, <laughs> which maybe isn't entirely on-brand for her, but I feel like that's what she would want listen to even if it's not really her personality she can listen to it while she's training yeah exactly that was my thought is like i want my whenever i play a fighter character in dungeons and dragons i want them to be like the star of an action movie and so i wanted her playlist to be like a soundtrack to an action movie yeah it's pretty good it's a lot of kenny loggins characters even what? look like because i can never remember mine is, is just a tall is woman kenny loggins a riot girl no action movie soundtrack <laughs> i mean okay I also <laughs> that beard is very riot girl to me um sorry what was your question louisa what do your characters look like because i can never remember and mine is just a tall woman with green hair um ronan i think is like a seven foot tall yellow dragon lady or blue silver silver okay. silver dragon. Okay. She's a silver dragon. That's here. He can describe Ronan. You don't have to describe Yeah, him. I wanted to see if I had gotten it, though, if I had remembered. I, I knew... Yeah, she has, she has a scar across her neck because she was partially decapitated during the French Revolution in her uh, in her world. Nice. What? I'm sorry. Listen, it's magic. If you're... Listen, if you live in a world with magic and you don't put magic in your backstory, the only person fucking up is you. Yeah. That's all fine. It's just the word decapitated is so funny. It really caught me off guard. Wait, what? That's <laughs> yes. what you were laughing at? I thought you were laughing oh, at Matt's overly laugh, dramatic but... backstory. <laughs> no, decapitated is That's a great fair. comedy word. <laughs> okay, <Yes>. sure. <laughs> it's no defenestrate, but yeah, whatever. Defenestrate is played yeah. out. Mm, Everyone's okay. tired of that. Sure. Yep. Um, I have not made many decisions about what glint my tiefling warlock looks like. Um, uh, I guess red skin and uh, swept back big thick horns. Okay. Hmm, like yeah, I don't, I don't red know. skin, yeah, yeah. Tieflings, I feel like... It's weird how, like, the more fantasy-y your character is, the less you have to describe their whole deal. Yeah. Like, whenever somebody's playing, like, a human, they're like, oh, he's, you know, six feet tall, he's got dark hair, he's got, like, roguish looks and, like, a beard or whatever. But then when somebody's playing, like, 
uh, space elf. You're just like, you know, a space yeah. elf. Yeah. Okay, uh, imagine if a red mm. demon lady with a long tail was cosplaying Jack Sparrow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole <laughs> deal. My whole problem this whole uh, time is we also have another uh, member of our party, and she is playing a character who is also a tiefling. So, in my head, it was me, a human, slightly bizarre human, and then a whole bunch of just monsters. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, accurate. color they were. <laughs> So that was floating around in my head a little bit. We're all real monsters. Yep. Uh, I like to think about who, like, if I'm playing a funny character, the way they're funny is that they have an idea of who they want to be in their head that definitely does not match what other people think of them. Uh, <laughs> and if I'm playing a serious character, I give them a tragic backstory, and I absolutely never have them make jokes. <laughs> so you like your characters to be as one note as possible, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> these, these are the two <laughs> options for me. I think. Um, <laughs> Black and white. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, dark yeah. or happy. I decided mine was not going to have any serious backstory this time. She just signed up to be a pirate because she likes adventures. Oh, okay. I did, I played a campaign once and I keep on thinking that I should propose it to our group for this, for the next time we play, where everyone got to design one other player's character to make people try playing characters they normally wouldn't play. Mm -hmm. And Jeff, I would make your character a paladin who could never lie or steal. <laughs> uh, I have played a heroic character before like that, like lawful good to the point where it became inconvenient. Uh, and I yes. love it. It's so fun. Is this Dr. Jetfeather trying to fucking wreck our uh, desert adventure? Uh, only because we had some kind of evil person in the party. Leah's character was evil. Uh, was she? I don't remember. Was she? She tried to rob that guy for no reason. <laughs> That's just fun. Yeah, That's she was certainly fun. mischievous. <laughs> well, we were all mischievous. We were a band yes. of uh, rowdy monsters. <laughs> I just, I really want to see you play, Jeff, because the, the thing about your characters is that they always have very poor impulse control, <laughs> and I really want to see a character played by you who, like, takes their time and thinks about things before doing it. Yeah, I can do that, too. It's just, the la the most recent character I played uh, w was also, like, one-track mine, but very serious. Uh, yeah. Um, and it, I guess it has been a while since I played a character who, like, planned and connived, because it gets so dull when people spend too much time thinking about what they should do in D&D. &D. So mm. I try to push against that by having a character who doesn't think about anything at any time. Yeah, but yeah. it's nice to see people develop their ideas. Sometimes they need a minute, that's all. That's true. Yep. And Louisa, for you, I would create a character who is bossy and only ever gives orders. Uh, is I this a burn on me somehow? I can't tell. <laughs> I'm, none of this is meant to be a burn. I'm just saying that I think it would be because, like, I know that you tend to play a character who sort of like sits back and and just sort of doesn't take the lead on things. And it would be interesting for you to be like a general or somebody who is like in control of every situation. That's true. And in the other game we play, Monster of the Week, I'm playing a character who is maybe asexual, and that's kind of weird. <laughs> like never flirt with anybody. I keep catching myself. Like mm, she's not going to flirt with this guy. Actually. <laughs> It helps that it helps that I'm the GM, and so I <laughs> yes. will never flirt with my own sister <laughs> yes, if help. I can help it. 
<laughs> now, see, I've had the problem where for the first time maybe ever, I'm playing a, a horny character in D&D. Um, and it's very weird because I, the player, don't uh, want to or know how to flirt. Wait, are you talking about Glint? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Glint. She is not! She is not picking up on any of the signals from her love interest at all. You're terrible. No, that's me. That's me who just doesn't know how to express that she is in fact picking up on those signals. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, man. Uh, anyway, Jeff, what did you do online this week? So, a new hit song came out this week by uh, multi-platinum recording artist Ariana Grande called Thank You Next, um, and it's a very good song, and I listened to it a bunch of times. Um she name drops all four of her famous ex-boyfriends, uh, Big Sean, Ricky, somebody who I'd never heard of before, uh, Pete Davidson, who she just broke up with, uh, <laughs> and Mac Miller, who died, like, a month ago. And you say these four gentlemen are famous in some way? Uh, yes, Pete Davidson is the very tired, old-looking man on um, Saturday Night Live, who's actually only 26. Um, <laughs> he does Weekend Update, I think. He's just always- he now? always looks tired and wet. You're thinking of Chevy Chase. Jeff. Oh, You're right. Yeah, Chevy sorry. Chevy, yeah, <laughs> she broke her engagement to uh, septuagenarian Chevy Chase. <laughs> uh, is he in his 70s yet? <laughs> Probably. Almost certainly. I wouldn't be surprised if he was in his 80s. <laughs> that would be ludicrous. He has not been famous long enough for that. Oh, did right? she wait, did she date ludicrous? <laughs> oh, that would be pretty cool, actually. Uh, no, <laughs> all of these things would be track. creepy. Oh, wait, did she date pretty cool? <laughs> <laughs> is that a person? DJ Pretty Cool. <laughs> oh, he's that's my that's my stage name. Seventy five. Uh, no, she's you have all, that of these, air all of these. All of these were to you. That you're just pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Oh man, neither of you guys watched The Good Place. No, I know. Okay, there's a character. There's a character on it who was a bad DJ when they were alive, and his his uh, DJ name is DJ Music, <laughs> and it's such a great joke. I think Pretty Cool would be a good sitcom name for a rapper. Like, well, because I'm pretty and I'm cool, and then everyone's like, that's kind of self-effacing. And, and he I'm also get it. very pretty, he would say. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway. So this song, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a very chilled, laid back, but bouncy beat. I would... Uh, classify it if I had to as a bop um, and it's enjoyable because she's a very good singer and because it's uh, the the title as you can guess uh, is directed towards her various ex-boyfriends saying thank you mm. basically saying thank you for the uh, lessons you taught me about life and now I'm moving on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's good, and I guess it's good that it's not mean, but, like, it's a little too soon. You just broke off your engagement, you can't be like, and I'm over that now, by the way. Yeah. Also, how long ago did she break off this engagement? Like, less than a month. (laughs) It takes a while to produce a song, doesn't it? (laughs) Was Pete Davidson like, hey, what are you working on? Uh, nothing. I don't think it actually has, I don't think it actually does anymore, because it's not like it's very complicated, it's just like a bunch of beep boops. She was going to write it about all her exes before her perfect uh, happily ever after with Pete Davidson, and then had to quickly uh, ADR some lines at him in there. Uh, But also, Pete was there. Uh. Yeah, there's a a rat break in the middle that's just her reading a prepared statement into a microphone. God. Um, anyway, I, uh, I think that it's her career this year has been, like, very strange, because, 
Uh, Matt, was she in a Final Fantasy game this year? That was that last year. Her? Yes, she was in the okay. Final Fantasy phone mm-hmm. game. Oh, I remember that. Uh, she got a Billboard Award for Best Female Artist, despite like in 2017, despite the fact that she did not release any albums in 2017. That's how big she was, just as a celebrity. Mm, I don't like it's that. it's mainly because of perverts, because she's so small, right? Like that's yes. a huge part of her fan base. Yeah. Um, um, maybe perverts. I don't know if it's specifically because she's small. Yeah. I think she's it is. She's young, I think and she like, also looks much younger than she is, and she's very yes. small. So, these things. So, 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 so much of what I- I know nothing about her, except for the fact that I know that, like, internet pervs love that she is tiny and dresses like a little girl. And that is disgusting. Yeah. Also, oh. she's fine, but here's where I'm super old. She has a beautiful voice. I can't make out almost any of the words she sings ever. I don't know what any of her songs are about. Yep. Uh, they're all about uh, female empowerment, pretty much. <laughs> sure. It's <laughs> uh, just, you know, bland. She has a very good and powerful singing voice. Her, I wouldn't say her songs are about things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I mean, again, I feel like this is just us being three olds talking. Well, I guess Jeff isn't, but me and Louisa are just yeah. olds talking old talk. But like, that bums me out so bad. The idea that music isn't really about anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of music you wasn't have to- ever about anything, to be fair. What? A lot of music wasn't ever about anything, yeah. to be fair. Mm, I don't know, Louisa. His energy was the color amber. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, it's about energy. Listen, you're stealing value. From uh, 311 because you're not even in room 311. <laughs> yeah. Three, room 311 is above you. I hope they break through the floor and punch you for it. <laughs> you know what? I kind of hope that. <laughs> that would be actually pretty fun. It would be hilarious. Um, it would be like that. Um, was that Lil John? That music video turned down for uh, what? Yeah. He is featured in that song. Uh, Who was the, the lead artist on the that? The artist's name is DJ Snake. <laughs> Oh no, what? <laughs> That's worse than DJ Pretty Cool. <laughs> yeah, DJ Pretty Cool suddenly sounds like the best. Sounds option. pretty cool. Uh, DJ Snake is just one of those people who produces songs for other artists. Uh, it's sort of like when you have a song that's Daft Punk featuring Pharrell. It's like you're not hearing any Daft Punk vocals in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're both robots. Yeah, that's true. They Sometimes they do boxes. robot sing. Yeah. Um, they do that vocoder they, they're singing. They're just vocaloids thing. made flesh. Yeah. Huh? They do that vocoder thing to say, say yes. lines? Yeah. They were the prototype for Hatsune Miku. <laughs> yeah. It was them. I wish that was the true. very the very first uh, virtual idols was Daft Punk. <laughs> you know what? That's not they untrue. They fucking seriously have been around forever, though, haven't they? Since like the eighties. Daft Punk. Yeah. No, their they first came album out came out in ninety five, I believe. Look them up. Yeah. You remember how boring that song "Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger" <laughs> was until Kanye West recorded a much better version. Oh of man, it. "Stronger" is so good. <laughs> the robot voice. That's yes. the only part you want to sing. Yeah. It is. You're right, but then there's so much between the robot voice when it's not Kanye West singing that you're like, oh my god, this song is still going? (laughs) Oh, they formed in 93, so that's pretty a long time. Yep, 25 years, as old as Ariana Grande. Yep, there we go. Yep. (laughs) Bringing it back. they have- 
they have been producing a lot of music in that time because they stay up all night. Uh, oh, lucky, is what I heard. To get lucky to producing tracks. Yes, that's what they meant. <laughs> that's what they meant all along. Yeah, they uh, don't once- care about mm-hmm. sex because they're robots. Yeah, they, they don't even know understand sex. Yeah, they cannot is, what is process exactly? it. It looks like nothing to them. <laughs> <laughs> they look at a picture of you it and they're like, it doesn't look like anything time. at all to me. You're gonna ruin Yes, that's why you can't Google porn, you guys. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you can't Google porn? Oh are you a host? Ah. Uh, I tried I tried typing test. porn into Google one time and my computer melted, so I assume robots can't see porn. Did you know you were a robot this whole time? <laughs> what? I, I, I don't understand what you're saying. These Boop. words don't sound like anything to you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, somehow I've managed to avoid watching the very famous video for this song that is my thing from online, which maybe would have been something to talk about. It seems to be a uh, parody or uh, remake of the uh, absurd, over-the-top, sexy Santa thing from Mean Girls. Ugh. Oh, no. She's leaning into it. Great. She's leaning into how gross yes. she, this people is, want her to be. This is the problem with everything in the world. I think she's doing a bit. Yeah, but it's still happening. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, it's that's like robbing a bank, and then when you take all the money, being like, it's okay, I'm doing a bit, but I am keeping all this <laughs> oh, money. Oh, imagine if Banksy robbed a bank and was just like, I'm doing this as a joke. Get it? Yes. I'm doing this to that. shine a mirror on you. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted this money to uh, stay in here while well, you were the one in the cage. <laughs> Has anyone discussed the fact that Bansy- Banksy might just be the Joker? Bansy? <laughs> Bansy? <laughs> now that's a good DJ name. Uh, <laughs> DJ Bansy. <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh man, wouldn't Batman comics be so much more boring if the Joker just spray painted a little girl with a machine gun onto every wall in Gotham and then didn't do anything else? Now hold on, because Banksy sold a very expensive painting to someone and then shredded it in front of their eyes, which is exactly (laughs) what the Joker would do. Yeah, but then he'd also like shoot them with a gun and they'd die. He'd put them in. Well, have you heard from that person lately, Jeff? No. The painting shredder Mm. on the wall would be the Chekhov's shredder because then a big shredder would open to the floor and shred all the rich people. Oh. Oh, God. Whoever writes Batman so, right now, it's Tom King. I don't know why I acted like I don't know. Yeah, He's nerd. furiously nerd jotting these notes down. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Actually, a good Batman comic would be one where the jo- the Joker got mad at Banksy for stealing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like, tried to do all of Banksy's pranks, but in a lethal way. That would actually be very good and funny. I'm reading a very weird one right now where um, the Batman gets really mad at the Joker and force feeds him a bunch of experimental drugs and it cures him of, uh, of his brain disease so he runs for city council. Mm, I don't mm-hmm. like it. No, it like out it. of ideas Batman, you're out of ideas. It's, um, it's, it's a very well drawn comic but the artist who also wrote it is not that good at writing comic books. Mm. That seems to be a lot of people like I don't know how they get the jobs. Nepotism I guess. I know yeah. a million people yeah. Want to be writing comics, <laughs> and then Me. all the comics that are written seem to be bad. Yeah, I have a friend who really wants to get into writing comics. Is, um, is his name Jeff? <laughs> His name is Jeff, yes. Oh, it's me. Uh, 
he does a podcast where he talks about much better ideas for comics than the currently running comics. So, mm-hmm. you should check it out. It's called Creepy Potstick. Anyway, let's get into these subreddits. Oh, creepy you, Potstick. Pivoting over listen. to just descriptions of your ideas for comic books. Uh, it does contain usually most of the content uh, from this show that you guys yell at me for including, but nobody is there to yell at me on that other surprised. show. The Warp Tour, apparently. Yeah, so I'll just, I'll, like, I'll be, spend five minutes being like, yeah, and then Slenderman cut her throat or whatever. Uh, anyway, how about this Spider-Man comic where... Oh, no. <laughs> okay, let's get into these yeah. subreddits, and let's start with mine so that I can close the window as quickly as I possible, because mine... and I can't figure out the words. Mine is onverts, A-W-W-N-V-E-R-T-S. The A-W-W is all as in it's cute, you're reacting to looking at something cute, and the inverts is for invertebrates. Oh my god. It is cute Ugh. invertebrate animals, and it's disgusting. Oh god, this is upsetting me even to think about. I saw part of the yes. top picture. No, no, no. <clears throat> Literally yep, rules so two and three now. are you are not allowed to be mean about the animals here. <laughs> That's fine, then let's leave the board. Uh, I got r slash novel translations. Any clues as to what that means? Uh, The main purpose of this subreddit is to be a place to find updates, have discussions, and ask questions about things related to translated or written web novels. Web novels being all one word. Um, Could this be some kind of very specific fandom, our favorite type of subreddit to look at? I don't understand. I'm seeing could, it says a place for Japanese light novels, and I don't know what any of that means. Could this be the most boring subreddit we've ever found? Could be. Is the real yeah, question. Yeah, no pictures I'm seeing, so it seems like a... Yes. As far as I can tell, what this board is, is people who write novels on the, the internet, which means they're probably not very good, and then other people translated them and posted them on this board, which sounds terrible. It seems to be primarily books translated from Japanese, Chinese, and Korean. Yes. Or into Japanese, Chinese, and Korean. I feel like yes. a board like this would just be a hotbed of absolute volcanic fury that someone made a translation, but someone else doesn't agree that that's a good translation. Yeah, I feel like you would be following along on a particular web novel that you liked, and then you'd get like four different translations for chapter 11, and you'd be like, well. Now I'm going to file chapter 11 on yep. this. <laughs> I really got excited about saying chapter 11. Yeah. Anyway, do do year one, because that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, I swear to God, we've already had this one, but I have our yes, we have. bread it, which oh, is about shit. bread. I don't know if we've covered it before. Um, I think we decided not to because you two were in a bad mood. Um, <laughs> well, we listen, <laughs> you got... It's not about how good the board is, it's how relatively good the board is compared to the other ones we got, and this one is much better than yeah. ugh, invertebrate cubes. No! Uh, this, okay, I looked at the frequently asked questions on novel translations to see if one of them was like, what is this board? There are three frequently asked questions, and two of them are just explaining Chinese idioms. Oh, <laughs> okay. How long does it take for an insa 
incense stick to burn? Answer, the time it takes for a stick of incense to burn is about five minutes. For details about some other units of time, check out this post. Oh, I thought that was going to be something pithy about, like, as long as a child's dream or something. No, it's just, like, I guess a common measure of time in the Chinese novels that they're translating on this board. Hmm, don't like that. Ah, the thing is that if these novels were any good, someone would have published them in a book and then I could buy them instead of having to read them on Reddit. Well, I can't... I can't imagine anything being posted on Reddit that would be good enough to be worth reading. Some of them might have been published in other countries and just not brought here. Yes, that's true. There is a fucking chapter on this that is chapter number 1,990 nope. of something. No uh, the l- that, the l- that's too many chapters, y'all. <laughs> the longest published work uh, in the English language is a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. That's a fact. Oh, you can sh- look it up on the internet. So yep. Why? I believe it Why contains like 14 million words or something crazy no. like that. No, hold on. That's you cheating remember? if it's written by a bunch of people. It needs to be it's written not. by one or two. It has one artist, oh. one author. It's very depressing. Oh. Do you guys remember that time in like the late 90s where a guy died and then they found that he'd been writing a novel that was like 7,000 chapters long and it was like sort of like the Chronicles of Narnia but it was way, way, way longer and he was an insane person and for a while it's like oh my god this is an amazingly good undiscovered novel but then as it people read more of it they were like oh wait no this is a lot about how much this boy wants to have sex with his own sister <laughs> whoops no, I don't remember Whoops. that at all. <laughs> it's better that it's uh, <laughs> slipped off our mind table. And then that man was called J- George R.R. R. Martin. Thank you, hey. everyone. Hey. Yeah. Boom. But actually, that really did happen, except for the part with it being George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> okay. So, uh, oh, the Super Smash Brothers fan fiction has actually been surpassed. There's another fan fiction that's longer um, about a thing I've never heard of. Awesome. Great. I hope it's a sexual fetish. Uh, it might be Fallout or Final Fantasy themed. I can't really tell. Well, Kantai Collection? Is that the name of the game? Shut up about this now. <laughs> Kantai? Kantai Collection. Is that the name of a game? I've never heard of it. Oh man, and you're a nerd, so you would know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if there's something that none of the three of us have ever heard of, it has to be something absolutely repugnant. I feel like everything I haven't heard of that's on the internet is to do with Homestuck. <laughs> yes, that's oh. that's a lot of it, and that is absolutely repugnant, so yeah. Guys, I'm gonna bring you so much joy. Kantai Collection is a free-to-play game, a browser game, where the theme is uh, World War II warships are cute girls. No! We uh, talked about this already. Why would that it. make anybody happy? Uh, because I've been, like, we've discussed the one where the tanks are girls and a different yes. one where, like, countries are girls. I just, w- now we have mm-hmm. another to add to the canon. Nope. So. I don't want to d- talk about country matters. That's a Hamlet yeah, reference I get it. for all he of our. said the word cunt, but he said it classy, so you couldn't yeah. tell. The, exactly. The canon, like, on a war ship is like wait wait hold on <laughs> what about the cannon on a warship i said are, we have another are, one to add to the cannon and then i waited way oh, too long okay. to pretend it was a pun <laughs> i really thought that this was going to be something to do with dicks right, enough nope. enough already the board i got was <laughs> yes, r slash breddit and i think we should do it jeff did you check to the the back catalog to make sure we haven't already the done breddit back- Catalog? Yeah. Is that not a Con- good content. term for it? No, it sounded like you said bat 
catalog instead of back. Oh catalog. no, we can't get back yeah, into we Batman. We did can't. it. Oh, I never got out of Batman. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. That's what Robin said. No. Uh, wait, hold on. I want to explore these sexual dynamics that you've put forth now. Are you saying that you, you? We all know that Batman is a power bottom. Now, did you check to see if we've done this episode? Yeah, but is Robin really a top? He is an acrobat. Uh, if Batman's a power bottom, what else could He's he be? He's a very muscular acrobat. There are two bottoms in search of a top. No, stop it! <laughs> oh God. Did you check, Jeff? Did you? I have to scroll through a lot of stuff. You know, I guess I could go Why? to the admin page and check Control F or something. I can't yeah. bring up all of them on one page is the issue. You know, I, well. I forgot if I go into the WordPress admin, I can search there. So I'm going to do that, I guess. I'm afraid of looking at the list of our episodes and seeing how many there are. There are 140 published no, currently. This is, can't be right. Yeah, this is 143. Yeah. <laughs> you should know this, actually. <laughs> I feel like it's probably important. Uh, no. So if I click on posts here, I don't have to narrate what I'm going to do, but you know how I feel about um, dead air. Wasting people's time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm searching posts for bread. Uh, yes, I'm also searching posts for bread now, but I have to do it one page at a time. There are three posts that are uh, Louise's <laughs> recipes and one for uh, episode 121, electronic cigarette. <laughs> So I, I don't <laughs> think we covered Reddit. <laughs> All right. Although the description of that episode says Matt loves bread, which I know is you trolling me because I don't like bread. <laughs> you know, what? it's probably we. You probably rolled uh, Reddit, and uh, sorry, I didn't mean for that to be a pun. Um, mm. You probably got Reddit on the random, and we decided oh, not to do it because you were uh, grouchy about bread. All right. Well, here we go. Maybe One can moment. someone explain to me how rolled Reddit is a pun? Like a roll. roll. Like a like a. Bread. Oh, roll like a bread. Okay, got it. <laughs> Sorry. Do this. I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. We have to choose this board and just start talking about it for a second. Okay, yes, go, go ahead. Do so, it. Bread it. Our slash bread it. It's got a lot of pictures of nice looking breads at the top. And then uh, I'm not seeing any special flair. Up and down arrows are normal. Uh, 132,000 subscribers, 279 online. Breadit is a community for anything related to making homemade bread. The background of the header for me is just like. Uh, like an island chain or like Puget Sound or something, which what? I don't see the connection to bread. I'm seeing a collage of you guys pictures of that? breads. Yeah, I'm in also seeing. I think this is a default image for like new Reddit. Hmm. Go to old, be a hacker and type in. No, old, old Reddit is st- old Reddit is also this, this oh, fjord or if whatever. I, if I go to the old one, I see the, the fjord. If I go to the new one, the one that I put the link in for, I am seeing breads. Okay, I'm logged into Reddit, which is why I'm o- always seeing old unless I type new.reddit.com. I am also logged into Reddit, but I always see new. If you ask Jeff a question, he will lie to you. Oh, that's Fact. true. Oh, when I log into Reddit, I see the bread Yay! header. What is happening? The breader. Ah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Boom. I also like that all the uh, little icons and things are like golden or brown. That's very cute. I like the color of bread. I see in the top header on the right side is uh, English muffins that someone has made. Good job on to that person. Those things take forever. Yeah, I have looked at a recipe for making those, and it is literally like a 12-hour recipe. You have to do steps at different points for uh, like four different hour-long points, and that is totally not Don't you have to make them on a griddle? That doesn't really count as 
bread to yeah, me. Yeah, and they're so cheap. They're so cheap at the store. Don't make them. Yeah. Just buy them. Yeah, you've talked to me before about how there's some things that are just not worth yeah. making yourself. Like mayonnaise. They're just as good at the store. Yeah. Like DNA? I think you have to make that yourself. Oh, gross. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I no. turned it on you. <laughs> You're constantly making DNA. You no, are. I'm not. Yes, you are. We all are. That can't no, be right. That's, Our that's DNA something is decaying that the... on an atomic level. <laughs> Remember, I don't yeah. believe in science. <laughs> the organelles <laughs> of her cells are doing that. She isn't. I am uh, enjoying uh, what? the So I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm looking at this. I don't understand how your loaf. organelles are. Okay, anyway, let's Matt, just do this. Matt, I had to pick a word. <laughs> No, I mean, organelles is a is a decent word to use, but <laughs> identifying some kind of, like, personal difference between yourself and the things in your body that do things is crazy to Isn't me. Isn't that how it works, though? Cells working together, and if you think about it too hard, it all falls apart. And that is what one of yeah. the Wrinkle in Time series books is about. Inside of me is, it's like, true. a city, and Osmosis Jones lives there with his friend, that big pill played by David Hyde Pierce. And Dennis Quaid. Is Dennis Quaid in that movie, too? No, but he's in Inner Space, which is another movie that's about that. <laughs> he killed a guy oh, and left a tiny little skeleton floating around inside Martin Short forever. <laughs> Can you imagine how much that tiny skeleton would be worth if he'd brought it out with <laughs> oh him? Oh my god! <laughs> if it stayed tiny? <laughs> it belongs in a museum, Dennis Quaid. Alright, Indiana Jones movie where they have to go back into the guy from Inner Space to get that tiny skeleton out. <laughs> His name is Martin Short. Show a little respect, Jeff. <laughs> uh, Martin Short's skeleton in real life is tiny as well. No, true? no, no, no. The guy that they go into is Martin oh. Short, not the skeleton. Who gets man. skeletonized? Some guy. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about bread. Oh, it's great. Except making bread is very bad, and I'm very bad at it. You guys? That, you need a bread machine. I, yep. With a bread machine, it's fine. I can do the the loaf, the no-need loaf, where you just put it in a uh, Dutch oven and leave it for a bunch of hours. I can do that one. <laughs> Far under the blanket on it. <laughs> I knew you were going to make that I joke. I knew what I did. I should have said cauldron or something. Roasting pan or something. Yeah. Do you think it's because we don't have proving drawers? Because that seems to be very important on Great British Bake yes. Off. Yes, I do think that. Also, I've never okay. quickly proved Good. any bread ever. So Yeah, I usually put my dough, bread dough in a bowl on top of the fridge covered up to like get to be warm, yeah. but then you remember the, the I don't think that's right. Cold, actually, so no, but outside mm. the fridge is warm. I think it works yeah. that way. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't think. Shut so. up! No, it Stop does. Stop not believing in science, <laughs> goddammit. it! <laughs> I feel like our energy's really taking a turn for the uh, antagonistic, more so than usual. Yeah. Shut up, Louisa. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Dumbass. So, <laughs> Everyone shut up, you bastards, and talk about bread so, more. So, the top of all you. time is, uh, someone says, a friend called my bread lame for not being in fun shapes, so I made a special batch just for him, and it is bread sticks that spell out, suck it, Evan, and that is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, although this bread doesn't look very no. good. Doesn't, because it doesn't. It doesn't have good color Those on biscuits it. Biscuits look pretty good around the edge, though. They don't. I feel, yeah, the, the thing is that I, maybe this is just because of the types of bread I like, but if bread is all one color, it looks unappetizing to me. Yeah. I like bread to have, like, 
parts that are dark and parts that are light. Yeah. I like me a good pumpernickel, so, you know. Yeah, that's... I think, yeah, I guess a darker loaf I'm okay with, but when it's like this sort of palish gold mm-hmm. and it's all one color, it looks bad to me. Yeah, uh, and that might be the lighting too, though. Like, the lighting in my kitchen is yeah. terrible, and I'm always taking pictures of my food, and then I'm like, well, I wouldn't eat this if this is what I was looking at with my eyeballs. Yeah. You say this while you're yeah, eating it, I'm I assume? Yeah, picture of it, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my, my favorite bread to make is focaccia, because it is one of those no-need breads that is very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. The issue is, you have to know what you're doing 16 hours before oh, you no. start it, because you have to let it sit Jeff, for a while. Jeff's sound cut out for me. <laughs> he said, the thing you have to know is, and then I didn't hear anything after that. It's like okay. Jeff's computer has some kind of virus <laughs> on it that, like, identifies the most important <laughs> things that, that he's saying, and then makes them not work. What's the most important okay. thing about the I have to know. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. You have to know what you're doing 16 hours before you start, uh, because <laughs> the that's how long the bread sits for. Yeah. The thing um, that um, makes me nervous about focaccia is that it's such a wet dough that you yeah. feel like it's ruined the entire time you're doing anything with it. No, it's so good, though. Uh, it's so easy. The recipe I have, you literally just put four ingredients in a bowl and let it sit, and then the next day you, you know, you can put it in a pan and bake it as one sheet, or you can make rolls uh, and bake them that way. It's so easy. <laughs> Do you think, Louisa, do you think that your problems with bread are related to the fact that your oven is terrible? Uh, it's terrible in a way that I understand. Like, I know exactly how much hotter it is than the temperature it says it is. Yes, but you, you don't know how to to use that dysfunction to your favor in bread making. That's true, maybe. but I also feel like my bread never rises correctly, no matter what it's supposed to do in the rise, whether it's supposed to just rise a little bit or a whole lot, it never does it right. It either completely overrises or doesn't rise at all. So I'm fucking something up on such a fundamental level that I can't even tell. I do feel like most of the yeast that I get is terrible and doesn't rise my bread as much as I want it to. I read uh, some blog, they were probably sponsored, but they said they always used Red Star yeast and that was the good one. And I went and found it at the grocery store and I had some pretty good results. And then I've never seen it in the grocery store ever again. So They have it at Target, at least the one near me. And I, I agree, I've also used Red Star and it's been very good um, and yeah I mean the the thing that is usually the biggest kick in the pants about it is that you have to leave it to like the let the yeast bloom for a while before you mix it into yeah. things and I never have the patience for yeah, that. Yeah that's true. <clears throat> I feel like my yeast is probably all dead because I bought a bunch of it when I first got my bread maker. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so cheap I guess though. It, it probably goes away after time though right? You can buy a new pack of three of them for like 90 cents. Yeah, that's why I yeah. bought so much, because it was like <laughs> oh, no. uh, like four pounds of it on Amazon. Like, was like I'll never bucks. need to eat anything else. I'll just eat this <laughs> yeast right out of the pack. Yeah. That is mm, good. You delicious. can do that, right? Uh, you, you probably can. You know, that's kind of a joke, but have you guys ever had nutritional yeast? Mm, what's the difference? It's like flakes of like yeast powder. I don't know what it's made of, to be honest, oh, but yeah. it's like... you use that as like vegan cheese, right? Yes, exactly. And it is actually pretty mm. good. I actually had some kale chips flavored with uh, nutritional yeast made by my uh, roommate and fr- my ex-roommate and continued friend, Emma, um, when we lived together. And it was, I, I put it in my mouth thinking, this is going to be a terrible nightmare, but it was actually very good. I ate a lot uh, of them. Kale, though. Ugh. 
It's good. Well, kale chips are okay. <laughs> kale is good. No. Kale, kale by itself, like cooked kale, is bad. But kale chips are pretty good. Mm. You guys, you guys, they're like eat your they're greens. like beef jerky. No, they're like I don't have to eat green greens. beef jerky. I get all my nutrition from dairy. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't call it nutrition. I, that would be a strong word. <laughs> it's a. It's I only food. I only eat red uh, sour patch kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, That's where all the energy uh, nutrients are. I I went. The red food coloring comes from plants, I hear. I'm looking at some of these posts, and gosh, uh, there's one with a picture of a nice loaf and some homemade hummus next to it that looks really good. And then a couple down from there is things like this are why I have an oven light, and it's a gif of a bread loaf baking uh, all the way. Yeah, that is a very cool thing to watch. God, it's cool. Yeah. Man, we really shouldn't have picked this one when I haven't eaten dinner. (laughs) Oh, but it's fine, Matt, because you hate eating bread so much. That's kind of true. I'm not as hungry as I would be if we were looking at, like, pasta. I do like that the one above that is, is, like, good bread. The thing that Jeff loves, which is a specific meme, which is the guy looking at the girl who's not his girlfriend, and the guy is labeled me, and the girl who's the girlfriend who's upset is labeled bread, and the other more attractive girl is labeled more bread. (laughs) I love it. I feel like this is... This is me more so not with bread, but with every kind of dessert. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have a dessert in my house and I've eaten some of it, I'm always like, mm, but I could get new cookies. Yeah. I could eat those new cookies instead. <laughs> yeah, I do that too, for sure. Uh, I do that with breakfast cereal. I'm like, yes, yes me too. I, I was just thinking that. I don't want the rest of this box of Fruity Pebbles. I got Oreos, so now oh, I have I five this. different cereals all open. Also, my parents were sticklers about not letting me open new cereal when I was a kid, so now this is my revenge. <laughs> You're gonna yes. make everything stale. This is probably also your, your problem with that yeast that you bought. Uh, no, I eat a box of cereal in two sittings at most, so no problem. And how how long does it take you to eat a box of yeast? Uh, Find out. Going on four years now. <laughs> Uh, I like to sit down with a bowl and put it half full of cereal and then a little bit of milk and half then full of eat yeast. all that and then just fill it up spit again. in it. Until so it's- I must have the milk and the cereal with me to make bespoke half bowls of cereal at a time. I'll eat like three bowls, yeah. but they have to be half at a time. You should you should get one of those bowls that has a compartment for the milk and a compartment for the cereal, and then you can like <sighs> yeah get a spoonful of cereal in the milk at that a time. Sounds like bullshit though. Is the problem? Oh, holy cow! I scrolled down on the first page and got blueberry cream cheese braid. Yeah. Oh, man, that looks good. <laughs> I really nice like... sweet bread. I don't think I'm that far down yet, but I really like... Uh, uh, I had some leftovers stuck to my hand from kneading, so I formed it into a ball, wrapped it in tinfoil, and cooked it in the fire. Ten minutes later, I pulled out this tiny sourdough, and you see someone's yeah, fireplace in the bread. background, and then a hand with a tiny little, like, golf ball-sized <laughs> loaf, and it's very cute. Uh, I really like this post where someone made blue corn tortillas out of corn that they grew themselves. Uh, the whole post says, I grew blue corn in my garden, harvested it, dried it, nixtamalized it, grounded it, ground it into masa, then made it into tortillas. That's pretty good. That's a I don't know process. the term nixtamalized. I believe that's the uh, process of mixing it with lime or some other kind of poison, borax or something that you have to do to soften corn. Like, weird. There's a weird 
step in there where you're like, I'm going to dump a bunch of chemicals into this corn. Yeah, you it, you boil <laughs> that. It's like the corn that is natural and not the kind that's been bred to be edible to humans. And you have to boil it. It's sort of like um, pretzels, right? Where you have to boil it in lye water. Yeah, well, that's that's to get the, the browning on the outside because you make it super For pretzels. Basic. Yeah. Usually lime water, but sometimes wood ash lye. Mm-hmm. Corn is soaked in any, I guess it just says an alkaline solution. So I guess it's yeah. not limited to just those two things. Hmm. Yep. Bread then, guys. Interesting. Uh, all these loaves where people have slashed them really nicely with um, razors are making me mad because every time I try to do that, I collapse the whole loaf. We should all try to make better bread. We should try. <laughs> I we should am challenge trying. us. <laughs> this black no, no. Sour- sourdough looks incredible. It's probably got activated charcoal Ooh, these- or some shit in it, though, right? Yeah, probably. These perfect Thanksgiving rolls look really good. We can't I want- just talk about re- things that look good. I want the recipe. I what? want to make pumpernickel. It's just yeah. slow cooked rye bread, but I want to make it. Yeah, so do Did it. Did you know that that it's that pumpernickel is just rye bread slow cooked? Yes. Very bizarre. It is. So do it. Oh though. no, they're vegan. Oh no, these delicious looking dinner rolls are vegan. I don't think I can make. Wait, them. why would that be a problem? Yeah, because they would taste so much better if they had <laughs> milk and eggs in them. <laughs> How, many, how much bread do you make that has butter and eggs in it? Yeah, a lot of bread doesn't have either of those things. Most breads, mm. enriched doughs, have butter and eggs, but those actually inhibit the yeast growth. Mm. Uh, All right, I'm bookmarking this recipe. This is the first on our show. <laughs> I actually think I'm going to try to make this recipe. Which one are you looking at? Not going to be in the U.S. this year for Thanksgiving? No, it's called Perfect Rolls for Thanksgiving. Uh, I can't find it. it must it's be on like, a later page. No, it's still on the first page. It's like, oh, wait, I don't know. I don't See? Know it's like, not only is this infuriating for our listeners who will never be able to find these things or care, yes. I can't find them. I'm right here. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't know how yeah. to help you. It was kind of insane that they took away the numbers on Reddit, huh? I think that yeah. is board by board, because uh, some of them have them and some of them don't. Yep. Oh, I love the humble brag on some of these. Nothing too fancy, just some plain white loaves. Oh, but you put it on Reddit, didn't you, you motherfucker? Oh, a croissant's layers. Like you wouldn't. Oh. Oh my god, there's some cinnamon rolls here that look so good. <laughs> Yeasted dough cinnamon you, you rolls. You become delirious with okay. hunger. That's really the <laughs> I am hungry. God. I'm staring at this cross section of a croissant like it's like it's the painting in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> I've just transfixed. It seems like it, I'm moving towards it now. Oh, I see those dinner rolls. They Guys, look very good. Mm-hmm. Let's all make a, a million breads. Okay. I don't even want to eat them. I just want to get really good at making bread. That's the thing of it, right? Yeah. Like, just like anything, if you are willing to fail at it a hundred times, you will be able to do it good. Yeah. The trouble is there's so many steps, so every failure is like, that was a whole day. <laughs> I wasted a whole day on this. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But that's the the way to get good. In a hundred days, Louisa, you could be great at bread. Uh, can you imagine trying to bake bread unsuccessfully for a hundred days in a row? The uh, thing is, though, all of the ingredients of bread are so cheap. <laughs> you could true. easily do this for less than a hundred dollars. I'm looking at near the bottom of the first page. I thought y'all would appreciate this. It's a gif of various types of pastries baking. Oh boy, it's fun to look at because it's in fast motion. <laughs> <laughs> My problem is that I'm working on my uh, tablet right now, so there aren't pages. It doesn't, oh. like, as I scroll down, it just loads 
more, so I can't tell when yeah. one page this ends. This is a, a, an ad for the Microsoft Surface. That's what this episode is. Yeah, I guess. A I reverse ad, ad, but you did. Yeah. We're going to monetize <laughs> this uh, uh, push and pull of hating this product. I mean, listen, I love my Microsoft mm, Surface. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Right. And it, it, In fact, it's even good for this. It's just not good for finding things that you're talking about. But now I am watching. I thought y'all would appreciate this, and the fact that it's almost all puff pastry makes it extra good because mm. puff pastry is so good yeah, to look at good. when it's cooking. They all look like Oogie Boogie <laughs> from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> uh, 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 somebody should make a stop motion movie with bread cooking. Yeah. I'm looking at one for uh, steamed buns, uh, a bow. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I saw that and one. They, Take they, a bow. They look like raw chicken cutlets and it's really upsetting me. I really don't like <laughs> steamed bread because I don't like anything to be wet and also a bread. No, thank you. Ooh. It's weird. It's weird how soft it gets doing yeah, that. I don't like it. Steamed buns are good, though. Are they? Because pork. No. Have you ever had those pork soup buns? buns? Oh, I haven't. The had ones those. that have soup no. inside them. They burn your mouth so bad, but they taste so good. <laughs> I want to. I really like a, a nice pork bun. I know that's. Um, I think primarily Louisa, Japanese oh. style. Mm-hmm. Louisa, you would like these soup buns. Have you had? I've them? had soup dumplings, but no, I haven't had soup buns. So the way that they make them is by cutting a. Ch- cube of chilled jellied soup and putting it inside. I think you guys are describing the same thing. Maybe. Yeah, because it has to be Uh, sealed up so it won't run out, right? Yeah, like a bun. Sealed like a bun in an oven. (laughs) Sealed bun. Uh, So, uh, a friend who went to (laughs) Tokyo Disney (laughs) No, I'm (laughs) changing the subject slightly. A friend who went to Tokyo Disney took a picture of their lunch, which was a pork bun, and the two bun halves, which were the white steamed dough, looked like uh, Mickey's gloves, and I Oh, that's cute. Um, good. Here's a debate. Which kind of donuts are good? The uh, light, fluffy pastry kind or the dense, uh, I believe, old-fashioned is what they're usually called when you get them at the store. French crawlers are the best donuts. Fight me. Well, is that a type of donut? I don't understand your types, Jeff, because there's yeasted donuts and then there's cake donuts. So what, Yeah, what I guess this is the two kinds. That's what you would call them. I wanted to describe them rather than try to... The re- two genders, you guys. Yeah, am I right? I don't remember which was it. Yeah, I guess it's. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad we all got silent after I said there were only two (laughs) genders. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we didn't want to correct you. Um, I I don't know if crullers are yeasted or not yeasted, but they're definitely deep fried rings of dough, and they taste so good, and they got so much big holes in yeah, them. Yeah, I think they're yeasted. And then cake donuts, of course, are just like little fried <clears throat> cakes. Also very good. I like both kinds. I think cake donuts are the dense ones, and yeast donuts are the the um, fluffy ones. Yeah. Is that right? Yeasted donuts have to have a glaze or sugar or something on the outside, because the donut itself is not sweet at all. Okay, yes. Uh, cake donuts are good yeast donuts uh eh. well like your i feel the opposite we've got the full spectrum <laughs> yeah here, we you do guys. all three genders <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I like the donuts that are described at donut shops as sour cream donuts. I don't know uh, I, like I don't it, like sour I like cream. It, I like at duck donuts how you can say the things you want on your donuts and then they make them for that you. That is pretty good. Those are Does all count? donuts. And, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't remember what I was going to say. That's fine. I don't know what story just, you're talking about, Matt. They just opened a duck donuts down the street from my house and it's very yeah, we good. Have one on this the- is a I mean, donut shop run by the duck dynasty people? Probably. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just like a, it's like Subway, but for donuts. Yeah, it's a real simple model where they're constantly just frying plain yeast donuts, but then you say you want strawberry or coffee or whatever, and then they put those things on top of them. I just yeah, want- they have a they have like forty little tubs of different colored glazes that they dip them into. Very good. I want an apple cider donut from the Berlin Mart in mm. Berlin, New Jersey. Um, and now is the time of year for it, but I live far away from there. But Matt, you I can, can go. Yeah, it's like ten minutes down the street from my house to go to the Berlin Listen. Mart. Go enjoy their apple cider donuts from that place and their Listen, unpasteurized actually, uh, apple cider that will probably make you sick. But listen, listen though. All apple cider donuts at all the different orchards are the same. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're pretty good though. <laughs> like, just go to- <laughs> Yeah. Just yeah. go to a local one is what I'm trying to say. Oh, me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to have them local around here. They're fine. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> I don't know that I like- apple cider donuts as much as like good donuts yeah they sure put a thick coating of crisco on the roof of your mouth and that is upsetting yes also there's just too much like granulated sugar on the outside of them yeah. it's like crunchy love it mm, love a nice sugar know, I breakfast guess, yeah it's not even that it's so sweet because you know i don't mind a I don't mind a sugar cookie toast crunch breakfast cereal <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Have Is you that guys, a new one? Have you guys not tried it? I've never heard of this, oh. and I usually keep up with the hot new cereals. You guys... Okay, first of all, you guys both need to start listening to The Empty Bowl, which is uh, a very good podcast about the news, new stuff going on in breakfast I cereals. have. You know what? I hate to say, I, I love Justin McElroy, his co-host. Yeah. Not such a fan of that guy. Uh, the Empty Bowl is fine. I find it to be exactly what they say it's going to be, which is like restful, not you, you don't have to pay much attention to it kind of listening, and that's fine. Um, but they talked at length in an episode about how Sugar to Cookie Toast Crunch was like the holy grail for niche... Uh, uh, cereal lovers a few years ago, and then they discontinued it, and now they bring they're bringing it back for the holiday season for the first time in like eight years or something, and so all of the cereal nerds are going crazy for it. So I was like, oh, I gotta try this, and uh, I got some. It's fine. I gotta find it. I really liked uh, Captain Crunch's sprinkled donut crunch. Um, yeah, boy. that was very good. What a weird also, one. The, the donut shop pink strawberry donut or whatever cereal is is pretty good. Now, I didn't like that one. I thought it, uh, I expected an experience like the sprinkled donut one, but it was very weird. I didn't like the chocolate donut one for from the donut shop line, but I thought the strawberry one was okay. Yeah. I can't stand those fancy, fan- newfangled flavors of cereals, because they're always like that really styrofoamy corn mess or whatever, and they get mm-hmm. too soggy, and I need something like a Cinnamon Life that is really going to stand up to that milk. Oh, Cinnamon Life is the best cereal yeah. of all time. Yeah. Cinnamon Life is very good. Yes. Is this the first thing that we agree friend. on? Is that Cinnamon Life is a good cereal? <laughs> <It> might be. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, I'm going to go a step further and say that all of the Lifes are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I tried the more recent flavors. Vanilla, kind of bland. Strawberry, just okay. And Pumpkin Spice, very disappointing. The, yeah, uh, yeah Pumpkin Spice is kind of a bummer, but, like, I guess what I mean to say is they're all still, like, they're still life. That's they're true. still pretty yeah. good. Compared to, like, when <laughs> when a Fruit Loops knockoff goes bad, it goes so bad. <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. Here's the my top cereals. Uh, so top cinnamon life, obviously. Mm-hmm. Next, right below that, I think it's got to be Crispix. Oh, see, that wow. one gets too soggy for me. I thought you were going to say oh. Oreo O's, and I was going to agree with you. I ate Oreo O's for dinner tonight. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I bought milk on my way home from work because I was like, "Well, I have a box of Oreo O's in the cupboard at home," <laughs> which I also bought at the Rite Aid last week because it was two dollars for a box of Oreo. But you had to buy the milk and the cereal separately so they wouldn't know what you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the cereal would get scared and run away. You're on a government watch list for assembling a bomb or bowl of cereal. (laughs) I can only bring up to three ounces of cereal on a plane or I get flagged. Uh, anyway, the top cereal of all time is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No. Ooh, that is also up there it's for good. me. It's very uh, good. No. Makes, me feel, oh, makes me feel more Oh, maybe Reese's sick. Peanut Butter Puffs. Peanut Butter Puffs, yes. Ugh. Reese's for breakfast? They- <laughs> <laughs> that might be my favorite joke you've ever done, John. It's not even my joke. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like it. So I'm much. almost certain that I've made that exact joke on this podcast before when you mentioned Reese's Puff cereal. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, anyway, yes, we can't top those. That, are the right? two we that you forever. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into talking about. Uh, rating and reviewing our podcast, which you can do by going <laughs> to iTunes or whatever. Good recovery. Uh, <laughs> yep, thanks. Um, thanks to everyone for listening, and if you like the show, please recommend it to your friends. Uh, it's great to see new people listening right. and joining in. Um, thanks to thanks for listening, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet at us at seeingreddit, or you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can find me on Mastodon, Matt Heron at mastodon.cloud. Uh, I'm on Mastodon, mastodon.cloud slash at JK. Snapchat and Instagram, Jeff JK. Um, I just opened up Mastodon um, and saw that Louisa just got boosted by the guy who invented Mastodon for her tweet uh, about how Mastodon is mostly people who want to have sex with oh Bigfoot. Oh, no! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so you can go follow. Yeah, I mean, now Eugen knows that you're horny for Bigfoot, so good job. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was about me, a viewer. Uh huh. Thanks, a Shaggy. Society on that one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you're the real. You're a real Banksy about wanting to bang monsters. <laughs> okay. Are you done? <laughs> are you just gonna drag me, or are you gonna talk about yourself? Uh, you can go listen to Creepypods, then go to funtimes.online or coolmemes.biz. They're the same website. Um, please go purchase Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and play with me on the Nintendo Switch, because it will be out and I will be playing it by the time you're hearing this. Alright. Jeff, I don't like that you, um, will not accept our style guide on how to give your Mastodon handle that me and Matt have agreed on. Nope. Uh, I like to just give the URL because I feel like it's less confusing. You can just type into Chrome Mastodon.cloud slash at JK and it'll go right to my profile. Fine. Elements of style, though, Jeff. Uh, Elements of style. I am a style anarchist. <laughs> Thanks, Banksy. Yeah, you got him. Okay, so you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Didn't fuck it up this time, although I really thought it was going to. Thanksy. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, thanksy to everyone for listening. <laughs> I hate this. Oh, wait, I can't say that yet. I have to say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 
Speaking of monsters we all want to fuck, uh, <laughs> thanks to the, at the fake Evan for tweeting at us a picture of uh, Gritty as a Christmas tree. Uh, as a bunch no, of Christmas we trees. are not going to ever talk about fucking Gritty because Gritty is pure and innocent. That's true. Did you see him make that half-court yes! shot at the Rutgers basketball what game? The what the fuck? fuck was that? Oh, he's so good. How does he do that? Yeah, why does, why does Gritty ball so hard? He's a hockey mascot. <laughs> How did Gritty get so fucking good at basketball? <laughs> Oh, you know, he was probably trading trading with the Toronto Raptor. He's the cool guy who's so good at basketball, but he never talks about it. He only talks about hockey. And then you find out later and you're like, he's my best friend. Yes. Yeah, he's the Michael Um, Jordan of hockey. uh, Thanks to Cryptid Daleks for tweeting at us. Cryptid Alex. It's two words. Oh. (laughs) Well, I don't know. It is hard to figure Uh, out the word salad that everyone's names are. (laughs) Thanks to at SamIM1566465. Four, five. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Javert is chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks to at Autumn Rap. Thank you. And thanks to at Wend of Days. You. you guys are great. Um, oh, sorry, at the Wend of Days. Um, and thanks to everyone who voted in our fantasy poll this week, which was which Disney character gave the most people a sexual awakening. And of course I won uh. with 43% of the vote with Robin Hood. <laughs> Definitely the right answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cryptid Alex pointed out to us that the only human on the list had 0%. Uh, and that's not totally true. Captain Hook finished with 13 percent <laughs> yes which is the lowest still captain hook was i was that our wild card yes I think so, yeah okay. we all chose Louise. animals if yes. you rearrange Louisa. that to be about vor <laughs> captain hook would be much higher on the list <laughs> <laughs> um louisa's choice of the beast came in second hey. place and uh scar came in third place for jeff now hold on scar uh, also gets eaten yeah but you don't see any of it you see a lot of That's true also, about Captain Hook <laughs> yeah, also Scar gets torn apart before he's eaten, and I feel like that's yeah. not as good for oh, Vor. So I don't like have that. Vor. Yeah. Sorry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I like the fact that we all chose men because sexualizing Disney female Disney characters kind of grosses me out. Yeah, as, so. as much as the creators want us to be horny for the women in their movies, it never, ever, ever works. Yes. The thing is that every time you look at Robin Hood, the fox Robin Hood, like, he just seems like such a fun dude, you know? <laughs> you both and then later. And you want to be him, both of those. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then later he retires and moves to Zootopia and becomes a cop. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that's the problem, right? All your heroes live long enough to become the villain. <laughs> Yes, it's true. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Uh, we really appreciate you coming back week after week. Uh, I don't know why you do it, but I love that you do. Please stop. Please come back next time. <laughs> uh, please come back next time. But until then, don't forget that now you're playing with power. If you can't run with the big dogs, please remain on the porch. I hate this. Whoa. I hate this ASMR. Yeah, that's right.